Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to our third mock draft. It's another recon mock here on uh, the Sports Ethos YouTube page. This is also a bonus edition of Fantasy NBA Today. And I am Dan Vespris. Really should get in the habit of actually making myself a little bit bigger there so you can see my face. You can see my Twitter handle. Please do follow me over there. We do a lot of work on Twitter. Uh, end of night tweet thread recap type stuff. Um, it's going to be a very, very busy lead up to the season and then an even busier season. Um, let me go ahead and shrink my face back down. You can see that the counter is at about a minute 20 on the upcoming mock draft. So... Um, just quickly here on what we're going to be doing on today's mock. It's going to be a lot like the last two. Uh, probably only going to watch the first maybe seven, eight rounds of this mock. I don't think we're going to go past pick 100. And if we do, it's just because I'm talking about random stuff. But mostly, this is recon. And when I say recon, I mean I'm not really participating in this draft. I'm in it because I want to see what's going on. It's why we're not doing one every single day, because stuff doesn't change every single day. It's why I've also dropped myself into the number two hole, which I can take Joel Embiid at the top of the board there, and it won't mess up what anybody else is doing. I want to see where guys are going. I want to see specifically lately who's going at pick 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Those last five first-round slots are in my eyes, extraordinarily volatile right now. Um, and uh, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, with that, I'm going to turn my microphone off here for about 15 seconds, get this tweet out about the show. Please do like and subscribe. Hey, I managed to get that in before the uh, actual draft started, and now I've run out of time to send a tweet. Ah, oh, well, we do what we can. Anyway, yeah, hit that thumbs up, please, if you're watching the beginning of this video, and, and uh, we'll roll from there. Um, in many of the rounds, you'll see that I'm going to take my full 30 seconds just so that I can talk a little bit about what's going on. Um, looks like we only have two auto-drafters here, and they're both near the top of the board, so that's good. I don't know why. I mean, this is silly, dude. You took the first pick in this thing, and then you you left. That's idiotic. All right, well, I'm not going to take my full 30 seconds here because I got nothing to add. Jokic Embiid at the top of the board. That's what we know. Luka Doncic goes third. Um, that dude was listed as auto-drafting. Maybe he's just truly not there, uh, but we'll just roll with that for now. So this is where we start to get into the what's different portion of the proceedings. Lately, we've been seeing a lot of Tatum Halliburton at 4-5. That's the way that Yahoo's got him lined up, so it's not a particularly large surprise that that is the way they've been going. Um, but this time it's Shea. Okay, well, a little bit of a shake-up there. And not an unreasonable choice. You're seeing Shea getting slighted a bit here, despite being well ahead of Halliburton and Tatum on a per-game basis last season. So even if there's a little bit of a tapering, there's a very real chance that he continues to beat those dudes. And if you're not going Luka with a punt strategy... Shea's an excellent choice at three, even. Anyway, there goes Tatum. I'd be very surprised if Halliburton is not the pick here at six. Yep, there he goes. Steph has been basically the consensus seven pick for Team Owen. 
These are not people I know. And I want to address that as well. I've had folks that have popped into my Twitter mentions and say, how come you're not telling us when you're doing these things? I don't want my Twitter followers in these mock drafts because I want to know what the rest of the universe is doing, not the people that all have groupthink. That's not helpful. I don't need to see you guys reflect my own thoughts back on me. I know what I'm doing. I want to know what early drafters that are reading other websites and other analysts are doing. Giannis goes 7. His pre-rank of of 14 is just... It's not going to happen, especially not in a head-to-head league. Someone's going to go in that punt mode. There goes Steph. So he didn't go at 7, but he went at 8. Giannis is going in this range. He's not making it to the end of the first round. So just don't even... And he'll probably be higher, if I had to guess, in Yahoo's next board rearrangement. This is the slowest mock that I've been a part of so far. Come on, everybody. Y'all are mocking for diamonds here. Kevin Durant at 9. It's been relatively consistent. Anthony Davis at 10. That's also been relatively consistent. Those two guys in that range. Um, You haven't seen a whole lot of... Kyrie, LaMelo, JJJ, those guys. You haven't seen them jump over KD and AD a lot in these mocks. I don't think they've done it in any of them so far. I have seen Dame go in front of them a couple of times. There's JJJ at 11. That's a ballsy play. That's audacious. Dame at 12, LaMelo at 13, Kyrie at 14. Now we've picked up in speed a little bit. JJJ at 11 is tough because... I mean, presumably this this draft is for a head-to-head league. This mock is for head-to-head. If you're building your team off of JJJ, you just got one really, really good category and not a whole lot else there at the beginning, I would advise against it. Dame falling to 12 is fine. Lamelo at 13, he's going to have to take a pretty good-sized step forward there. I think I probably... I mean, again, we're splitting hairs. This is a really tough part of the board. Kyrie at 14. I like that. Oh, Victor Webunyama at 15. That's a move somebody's making in a mock draft because it's a mock draft. I don't think that ever happens in the real thing. Mikael Bridges at 16. Demonis Sabonis at 17. You're seeing a little board shuffling here. This is going to be about the latest we've seen Anthony Edwards go in any of our mock drafts. But folks passing over Devin Booker is not all that surprising. Um, Bridges is a totals monster. I don't think he gets this high per game. Sabonis, I get it. There's so many risks right now. He's sort of like your non-risk dude. There goes Ant. People are really high on Anthony Edwards this year. I don't know that he takes quite the massive step forward that everybody else is seeing. I need to see those percentages improve. Trey Young at 19. Uh, if you're drafting for 8-cat, obviously better than 9. And if you're punting any of the big man stuff, then Trey also makes a big jump forward. But he's coming off a pretty rough year. He was number 49. You'd have to be punting basically turnovers, field goal percent, and probably blocks. I mean, you can make those up a little bit later on, but that's a toughie. There goes Devin Booker at 20. Still, by the way, in my eyes, not late enough. Freddie Van Vliet at 21. That's good. Harden at 22. Maybe Harden keeps falling if this... uh, this trade demand stuff continues to rumble along. I don't know what the guy behind me, he's st- still auto-drafting, so presumably it's going to zip through, so this is kind of my chance to talk for a second. Um, I'm going to auto-draft Kawhi Leonard here. Um, or maybe I'll... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I want to learn more. We'll, we'll just we'll just let it take Kawhi. I'm interested in where Donovan Mitchell is going to go in this draft, Desmond Bain, Larry Markinen. I'm interested in where the old men are going. I think it's interesting that LeBron has a pre-rank of 28. That'll be his lowest ever. I haven't seen a pre-rank for LeBron this low since he was in high school. 
It's crazy, actually. Yes, that makes me feel old. I think after Anthony goofs this one on another auto pick, it's going to zip through the one right after it. Yeah, there it goes. So there, Donovan Mitchell, Desmond Bain. That's annoying. We didn't get any data on those guys because they got auto-picked. Um, I'm... Who am I not interested in finding out where they're going to go? I'm not that interested in finding out well where Paul George is going to go, so I'm going to take him here um, just because I want to see where the guys go behind me. So Larry Markin at 27. Somebody was just waiting to grab him. Cat at 28. That's intriguing. Um, Markin, you know, he was 18th last year in a lot of stuff that feels like it could get worse this season. I, I like Lowry, but I mean... 27, you're still... That's a lot of capital. That's a lot of draft capital. Cat at 28, it feels like it's a less of a price you spend. Ooh, De'Aaron Fox at 29. It's an interesting little grab. Where is he to begin with here? Fox is... He's outside the top 30, I believe. Someone went down the board. Yeah, he's 43. So someone went fox hunting. There goes LeBron at 30. I'm good with LeBron at 30. He was, folks, picture this nightmare scenario. You're hosting friends for the big game. It's neck and neck in the fourth quarter, and suddenly you realize you're out of drinks. Boo, say all of your friends. You start to sweat. Your friends turn on you. You're forced to go on a last-second drink run and end up missing the game-winning touchdown while in line. Oh, no. Terrifying, isn't it? Luckily, you can avoid the drama with Drizzly, the go-to app for drink delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered right to your watch party. Compare prices across multiple stores in your area, find the best deals on game day drinks, and get back to armchair quarterbacking from, you guessed it, your armchair. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Must be 21 plus, not available in all locations. Heck you at last year, LeBron. 20-something, right? I've lost him. Hello, LeBron. Where were you last season? 23. I don't know why. Looking right at his name. Jimmy Butler at 31. Mm, you guys know my old... I wear an old man invisible necklace, and it tingles every time an old old player goes really low. Am I worried about Dame's addition there? Maybe a little bit. Uh... Yeah, I mean, you, you probably see Jimmy take a little hit, but a dude was number 10 this last year. Bam Adebayo, Miles Turner, 32-33. Miles, you've got the big upside, but the injury stuff. Adebayo, you've got low upside, but minimal injury risk. I can see where those sort of line themselves up. This is the dude, Gunner, who took Wemby at whatever the hell that was. Now he goes Chet Holmgren. Gunner's just having a ball. That reminds me of an old joke. Two cannibals. I'm not going to tell this joke on him. YouTube live stream. Maybe I should. Two cannibals are having a feast. Obviously, it's a human. You guys understand that because they're cannibals. And they're like, how do we split up this delightful meal? And one's like, all right, um, I'll start at the top. You start at the bottom. We'll meet in the middle. 25 minutes goes by. They're just chomping away. Guy at the top says, hey, man, how you doing down there? Guy at the bottom says, I'm having a ball. 
top guy says, ah, you're eating too fast. Da -da 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 -da. Okay, what else happened? Jalen Brunson off the board at 35. Is that joke going to get us kicked off of YouTube? I hope not. Brunson at 35. Um, I love Jalen Brunson as a basketball player. He was 45 last year. I don't know if his role gets bigger. So to me, it's asking a lot for him to make another one-round jump. He does some, a bunch of stuff well, like good percentages guy. Uh, but I don't see assists or steals or scoring really changing all that much. and So that's going to be a tough one for him. DeJounte Murray at 36, very reasonable. Mobley at 37 might be asking for a bit much. But he was at 52 free throw percent. Fixing free throw percent gets him there. Will that happen? I don't know. Pascal Siakam, he was 43 last year. He is on the trade block. I'd be a little worried about taking him with the late third, early fourth. That would make me a little bit nervous. You guys like that joke? Hope you guys like that joke. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Excuse me. Maybe I'll try to do that one joke on, uh... One joke on every pod. DeMar DeRozan at 39... Also a trade risk, um, but he was 28 last year, just like kind of coasting along at 28 last year. So that's a pretty, pretty safe play. Good Lord, this mock is slow. What is everybody doing? It's a mock draft, people. Drew Holiday at 40. Yeah, Cade at 41. I probably don't have the stones to, to take the Cade plunge. He likely does take a pretty good jump forward. Uh, but will it be big enough? Will it be big enough? Brandon Ingram, 42, pass. Jalen Brown, 43, very reasonable play. Look at that. Poor Nico Vucevic is still out there at pre-rank of 36, and he's just getting left in the breeze. Might I remind all of you jokers that Vooch, by totals last year, was number five. Five. Top half of the first round by totals, people. God, I love being the old man guy. You know what's nice about being the old man guy as Jamal Murray goes off the board somehow off before? There goes Vooch. Uh, and Porzingis behind him. Porzingis, I, I put a tweet out yesterday, and it's my turn to pick here, and I'm going to not select a guy that I'm interested. I'm going to go DeAndre Ayton because I don't get the first flying you-know-what where he goes and drafts. I'm drafting an anti-team. Um Make sure that I do this and I don't get stuck with somebody that I actually care about. Uh, Porzingis got a bunch of votes yesterday. I put out a poll on where you th who got who might be dropping leading up to draft season. Ah, damn it! I keep forgetting that guy behind me is going to auto draft two picks in a row. I'm very interested in where Walker Kessler is going to go. Um, and he got scooped up here kind of by accident. Uh, I'll go Zach Levine because I'm not that interested in where he's going either. And then Ananobi gets auto-picked. Nick Claxton at 52. I'm going to try not to comment on the auto-picking stuff. Rubens, are you laughing at my joke? Is that what that's about? Terrible. Guy walks into a doctor's office with a frog on his head. The doctor's like, oh my god, what happened to you? And the frog's like, I can't get this man off my ass. Anyway, uh, Jared Allen at 53. He feels like he's entered the realm of old men, which is pretty funny. 
Jared Allen, number 41 last year. Not at all an old guy, but... And that's the thing. The old man squad needs a new name. It's really the Dan Vesper super boring player squad. Not the old man squad. It has nothing to do with how old they are. It just how happens that the, this phenomenon happens to the older players in the NBA in a way where it doesn't really for the younger guys. The phenomenon being, they just become boring. It's boring to draft a particular guy, so they fall. And it happens every year. And some guys, it happens to the same guy every year. Bradley Beal at 55, he's a dangerous play this year, I think. I mean, if you're looking for scoring, I'll get you some of that in this zone zone. But Brolo at 54, man, we really wiped out his value this season. Giddy at 56, if there's an assumption he takes a, a big step forward, I, I'm skeptical. Feels like he closes every year really strongly, and then it just doesn't quite all the way stick. There's some punt stuff you could do with him, though. Randall at 57, Poole at 58, Scotty Barnes at 59. I think maybe we go one more round. I thought I was going to do seven, maybe eight rounds, but this mock is going slowly. People are really taking their time. Got to be so careful with your mock draft picks. Come on, folks. Cue it up. Let's roll. Uh, I'm not, you guys know me, I'm not usually the dude to bank on someone taking that big step forward. So someone like a Scotty Barnes, he might do it. I'm just not going to be the guy that's like, yeah, I'm sure it's going to happen. Maxie's a little bit of an interesting guy right now because we don't know what's going to happen with Harden. If you draft right now, you can get Maxie at 60, which I think is a pretty good deal. Cam Johnson in the 60s, also a good deal. Jalen Williams, pretty safe play there. Zion at 63, that's one of the guys we've been keeping one eye on. Uh, because he went at 50 and then he went at 80. And now he's kind of somewhere in the middle, I guess. Oh, where the hell Zion's going to end up? If you're looking at this board and you're like, Dan, who do you have no idea where they're going to end up? Zion. That's the first name I'll tell you every single time. Having the first bleeping foggy clue where Zion ends up on draft day. He might go up. He might go down. It may depend on whether or not we get a photo of him looking svelte, like 25 pounds down or up. His uh, draft position is going to be inversely related to his with in photographs. Gobert in the 60s is kind of interesting. Where was he last year? 72 by totals. I got to flip it back to per game. 58 per game. I don't know. I think he goes down. Blocks might even come back. Shangun at 66. You're not going to you're not going to get me on the Shangun train. I actually drafted him in one or two spots last year and I ended up mostly annoyed. He had that one month stretch where he was dunking on everybody. If he fixes his free throw percent, that could be a path forward. I'm also just a little worried that they have a competent backup there now. And they're trying to win, not just trying to get to the final buzzer. Aaron Gordon at 68? What are we doing here? Hero at 67 is fine. You're kind of banking on maybe a trade to a place with more usage. Vassell at 69. I'm pretty much not trusting the Spurs this year. Chris Paul at 70. That is exactly where he's going in almost every draft right now. Oh, man. Everybody's like, Dan, are you going to get suckered into Chris Paul again? First of all, I don't want to call it suckered. I know it's my turn, by the way. I'm going to take Clint Capella because I don't care where he goes. I keep forgetting the guy behind me is going to auto-pick two dudes and I'm not going to learn anything about the board. 
Um, next guy that I'm not that concerned with where he goes is John ja Morant. So we'll just throw him on the star list here, and it'll pick at the end of my 20 seconds. Sorry, everybody. Y'all are taking too long. I'm going to take long so I can duck. Um, Chris Paul at 70 is actually kind of a reasonable chance to take. He was number 32 last year in 32 minutes. And when he's out there, he's going to be setting people up. He's not going to be spot up, Chris Paul. And even if he was, if you go to like, what the hell year was he in Houston? Was that 2017? No, that wasn't it. No, he was still in L.A. No, that was a Houston year. I mean, look at that dude. Chris Paul was a first-rounder in his first season, I think, with the Rockets. And then the second one, was that the one where he fell off the map? Yeah. Eh, 21. I mean, we're still talking about a guy that even in his worst stretches, he's, like, in the 20s. 70? Jeremy Grant at 75. Franz Wagner at 76. I like Jeremy Grant this year. we got to get through this Dame stuff. By the way, we've slipped now into a one, two, three, four, five, six teams are auto drafting. So this is going to be the last round that I pay any attention to, if at all. Um, you're seeing the names just coming off the top of the board, so that's not particularly useful information for us. And if there's anyone else that we were wondering where they might be going at this early juncture, I don't think we're going to get it from this mock draft. Uh, so to that end, I'll leave this thing going in the background here, but I'm going to flip us over to. Um, me, slightly bigger face. Mock draft, slightly smaller face. Hope you guys enjoyed the jokes on today's show. I mentioned it at the outset, but please do take a second to like and subscribe. Hit that thumbs up. Um, I'm going to try to be doing at least three of these every week leading up to the season, sometimes more. Um, although the shows may take a little bit of a different bent as we get closer. We'll do some ones that are roto-friendly. We'll do some that are head-to-head friendly. Right now, we're just trying to get a feel for the whole board. Who, who's going up? Who's going down? Uh, so on and so forth. Uh, quick check over on the chat. Epic. What's up, dude? It's good to have everybody back. Um, I mentioned this one at the outset. You probably heard me round up some listeners for a mock so you know nobody's going to ditch. I actually don't care about the ditch. I don't really want to do an entire mock anyway on these live shows. It's too much talking and too fast, especially since I'm doing two shows a day right now. And... My recon mocks are almost exclusively to find out what folks that don't follow me are doing. I know what you guys are going to do because you're going to do a lot of what I've been talking about with some tweaks. I want the other world. Oriko, what's up, dude? My man, fantasy MLB today host. And a beast. Oriko... Wait, Joe Orico 99 Is there an underscore? I'll mess up your handle. Sorry, dude. Uh, what's the best pick for number eight on nine cat 16 team league? And that's the thing, man. Uh, Lance Scrimalmo. Or Ian Scrimalmo. That's hard to tell if that's an I or an L. Um, oh, here. So this is sort of Steph or AD. Which one's a better first round pick? I'd probably rather have Steph. Um,. But, I mean, this is what we've been talking about on my pod, and I hope some of you guys will come join me over there. Uh, Fantasy NBA Today, it's available everywhere podcasts can be found, Fantasy NBA Today. I'm on like a three or four episode bender on what the hell to do at pick number eight, whether it's Giannis or Anthony Davis or Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving or JJJ or LaMelo Ball or Devin Booker or Anthony Edwards, and this, that, this, this spot is so complicated I think a lot of folks are going to go Giannis there if he's still available and build into a punt. Um, my take is past that, I'm looking for guys that I know have top five 
per game upside. And those dudes are generally like Kevin Durant, um, AD, even Kyrie can get up into that realm. So that's a really tough spot. Where do you see Cats ADP from Anima? Um, so his pre-rank is around 30, right? Let me triple check myself on this. Cats pre-rank is outside the top 30. But every mock I've watched so far, he's gone around 28. So he's going about five-ish slots ahead of it. Um, I would assume that that's what his ADP is in this early juncture. But he might move up the board if people start to trust him a little bit more. Oh, you didn't like my frog joke? That's fine. Guy rocks into a doctor's office wrapped entirely in cellophane. Doctor says... Y'all know the answer to that one. I can clearly see your nuts. Do you draft Vooch from pick 25? Nah, too early. Too early. Because his per game with Vooch is mid to late 20s. Um, I think he was 27 last year. 26. Sorry, it was close. But he's shown himself to be incredibly durable lately. And if Chicago trades anyone, there's a little bit of upside there if he gets a few more shots out of that. Like if DeMar gets moved. But I wouldn't take him at his per game. He's someone that's old enough and boring enough where you'll be able to get him. Oh, I forgot to put this on auto-draft. Sorry, everybody. I'm not actually here anymore. Um, he's a guy who's, uh, whose value is tied up in the, in the durability element. So uh, you'll likely be able to get him later than his expected per game stuff. And I think he went where? Did he go in the 40s in this one we were just talking about? 45 or something like that. That's later than usual for him. Typically, I'm seeing like late 30s, but I think I'd probably do that too. And that's the beauty of the old man squad. And I'll say this basically once per YouTube show, as I remind you all once again on the way out to please like and subscribe, youtube.com slash sportsethos. Um, even the old men that looked kind of high on the board this year, like we came out of the shoot and uh, Kawhi Leonard was was that the very first Yahoo board, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, those guys were in the early, in the like early to mid teens and they've already fallen off. Kawhi's down to 20, Butler's down to 25, Paul George down to 26, LeBron 28. Not that I want all of those guys, but old dudes fall. As a bug flies through my live show, old dudes fall. It just happens every time and all we got to do is wait it out. All right, friends, thanks for hanging out. This is actually the biggest live crew so far. These things are picking up steam. All right, all right. Uh, I'll probably do another one on Monday, if I had to guess, and we'll keep talking about that number nine spot. It is so complicated right now. We'll uh, we'll figure it out. Hit me up over on, on Twitter. I'm starting to get busy over there again these days. You may have noticed that. It's ramp-up season, baby. Fantasy NBA Today is the pod. If you guys haven't checked it out before, we go a little deeper on a lot of this stuff. Have a great weekend, everyone. So long from Ethos for now.